0: Hey, everybody, cheers and welcome to another episode of China on the Rocks. Cheers. 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 Slow time to see.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, it's great to yeah. be back. Two months. Nice. Nothing He's like insane.
0: a lunchtime Jameson. <laughs> Takes the uh, edge off. So, correct. speaking of a nice lunchtime Jameson, um, let's go around and introduce ourselves. Uh, my name is Logan. I'm from Taco Licious. I also work with Sand Oaks Whiskey and Third Son, Ready to Drinks, Ready to Drink Drinks. On my right, <laughs> is Ready to Drinks. The Jameson has already worked. On my right is the always awesome Helena. Hi.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm the founder of uh, Crimson Spirits Company. Uh, we do gin and other craft. Prof-
2: Sosa, I'm the founder of Post No Bills, a cocktail bar in Shanghai. And yeah, glad to be back in the podcast.
0: So yeah, this is a episode two of a, a two-parter.
2: A two-parter now. A
0: two-parter. <laughs> so we started this episode, we interviewed you last time before you opened the bar, Post No Bills on Wooding Uh And we asked you about what it's like to open a bar during uh, zero COVID times, mm-hmm. right before, you know, it's still post-pandemic but we're still in Shanghai. So there is a bit of a gray area that we kind of live in. And you were just about to open. We sat down here with Kelvin, mm-hmm. who's unfortunately not here today. But we sat down with Kelvin. You were talking about just getting a lic- waiting on one license to go. And uh, you kind of gave us the rundown of things. And this time around, we had some questions now you've been open for how long
2: we've been open for two months this friday actually
0: wow
1: congratulations yeah thank you yeah this is a this is a nice follow-up episode i missed the last one but uh i think it's great to have you back here um Mm -hmm. you know last last time you were in the process and just like waiting to see if you would be able to open right and now we're here yeah yeah. and sitting in your bar actually special edition sitting sitting at post no today instead of the taco truck uh now it's really open. Yep.
3: Yeah, this has been a really long time coming, but I'm really like impressed with what you've done with the place, oh. and, like really like your location is superb, and yeah, the place
1: is also looks great. So I'm very happy for you. Thank you. It was a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. So t- uh, so why don't we start uh, right from the beginning of opening time? I mean, like, how was your opening weekend? Like,
2: our opening weekend was crazy. I think that because we were waiting on the license, we received the license at nine a.m. on a Friday. And because we wasted so much money and time waiting for this license we said let's just do it. And opening on a Friday is wild.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for sure. Can you tell everybody
0: just first what license you were waiting on?
2: So I was waiting for our kitchen license uh, because in China, basically the alcohol license is basically a given if you can sell food. So the one you need is the food license. and Once you get it, the alcohol license comes attached to it. So a lot of people ask, why didn't you just open with alcohol first? Or do you apply for the other license first? It's not an option. So if you're going to have a food license, that has to be first. And we received it at 9 a.m. And even though our alcohol license wasn't delivered to us physically yet, FDA said it's no problem because once you have a food license, it's fine. And yeah, it was 9 a.m. I was here at 11 a.m. And we started prepping for the night. Wow.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, mean, so with that license, that's quite different than in other places, right? Like, normally, isn't it a bit harder to get... Yeah, it depends on, like, across? a big
0: city. Like, you have to be grandfathered yeah. in. In the States, at least. I don't know about the UK, but in the States, it's really hard. Like, a million dollars a license is not unheard of.
3: Dude, that's crazy. A million dollars? Who has that lying
0: around? About restaurants and bars. You're going to be in a big city. Yeah, or even a um, medium-sized city. It's big money. You know what I mean?
1: That's crazy. Yeah, and, and some places would also have a limit to how many alcohol licenses can go out within yeah. a certain, a given
2: area, right? Uh, yeah. Shanghai has similar things. So the former French concession, they basically yeah. stop giving new licenses okay. unless it's a new building. So if it's a new construction, they, they will still give you a new license. Okay. But if you're using the old houses, you need to be grandfathered in because okay. they all like former French concession houses. Uh, but this area, um, uh, it's, I'm not saying it's easy. I was just lucky because the, the building that Postmobiles is in has a lot of restaurants. So you, okay. you kind yeah. of you kind of argue with them saying, why wouldn't you give me a license if both my neighbors have one? Right? It's not because right. of the structure, it's not because of the area, blah blah blah. So we had to have that conversation. So it wasn't necessarily a given, but we were really lucky to be full of F and B around us, right? So so yeah, the process was actually okay. More about kitchen design and all that, but yeah. We we're really glad when we got it, it was just like, oh finally. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well well so you so you finally got this License, you finally opened after you know so long trying to make this happen and all these pandemic restrictions and everything. Um, so now that you are open, like how has it been going week to week? Have you been able to be open all the time? You know, how many days have you had to close? You know.
2: Oh, Alicia, has been the best of times. It's been the worst of times. <laughs> <laughs> Very poetic season. Um, we opened with a bang, it was really busy, and then in the beginning, of course, the weekdays were really quiet because no one knew about us, and then the weekends were crazy. We finally, by week two or three, we started building some regulars, mm-hmm. and we started having a regular weekday crowd. Like We're very lucky in the sense that we might not be, because of how we open and the timing that we open, we are not like... The most pop hip new place, mm-hmm. as in getting. I mean, we are. We are. I know there's a lot of word on the street. I guess. I say you are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have. I have imposter syndrome. You know. I don't. I don't accept. But I think one of the cool things that like, I really appreciate is that we have really good retention. Most of the people that come come back.
1: Okay, that's great. Yeah. So
2: even though we're probably not having as many new people as I would like, we have people that come religiously four times a week here. We have people that come three times a week and we have like regulars on the weekend. We have like, we're very stable on regulars, which is good because that maintains your your survivability. Right. Mm -hmm. And our weekends became insane. On Friday nights, we have people spilling out in front of the door to the streets and and all that. And we started great. We were on target. We're like, yay. And then Shanghai decided that COVID is not over. (laughs) And we started having some restrictions. So the police has been closing us down fairly often. So they closed us during the October holiday, which was okay because October holiday, we had the, the, the beginnings, we had day one, two, three, and what? then we got closed for a couple of days, which is like, okay, it's, it's quiet days anyway, Monday, Tuesday on mm-hmm. a holiday. So we accepted that easily. Then the following weekend, they closed us. Then we had a weekend that everyone got closed except us. Yeah, I have a theory why, <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you guys the story and then we opened for another weekend and then the next weekend they close us again. So it's been a, a constant like playing basically whack-a-mole with the police right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that October holiday quite a few places had to close. Here in China, the October holiday is, is basically um, the national day holiday for China. So, you know, a lot of restrictions do tend to yeah. come out around that time, right? Um, but yeah, I, I mean, the, the other closings, it's been, it seems like it's been quite Sporadic, almost, and and not consistent everywhere, and but people are really, really it's, very, it's very random. Yeah, yeah. 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 People are just all of a sudden being told to, to shut, and you you've definitely been suffering from that. We could see, yeah.
2: Yeah. So the the big the big shutdown they did they did one week that they closed everybody from Tuesday to Monday,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and that Tuesday I was coming to open the bar and I came on my little scooter I parked in front and I see this truck with FDA, city management, police, all of them and they were going around giving out these notices to all the bars and restaurants and they were all opened already at at like 3.30 in the afternoon and I was just sitting on my scooter so I decided to not open the door so... They didn't know that we were open. They didn't know that this place maybe existed. So because there was no one at the shop, they never gave me a notice and no paper, no clothes. Yeah, yeah. that's very
1: smart. It, it's true, that's yeah. Very, very smart.
2: So I just sat there and waited for them all to leave and they left and I was really thinking they were going to come back the next day, but apparently they considered that they've done the job on Tuesday. They've done all the places. Mm-hmm. Check, check, check. And uh, we still open that whole week and they we totally through the cracks. Yeah they came on Saturday and they said like, you guys are supposed to be closed and I was like, what? I yeah, had no yeah. notice. No one gave me a notice. I yeah. never received a letter. Right. No. And apparently they are like, oh, there was a mistake. You should have received the letter on Tuesday. Like,
0: <laughs> Heavens the Betsy. Oh my God. <laughs> my stars. Oh my stars. I should
2: have. I had no idea that people were getting notices. <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, now they're really good. Now they come on Thursday evenings and they're like, hello. <laughs> we see that you're open, by the way, close for the whole weekend. See you on Monday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: Well, at least you, you you know, I mean, at least you do have a very loyal following from what I can see right now. And especially in Shanghai, right guys, that seems so important because yeah. it's yeah. Shanghai, you, you can, you throw a rock and you hit a bar or a restaurant, right? There are endless options, new places opening all the time. And a lot of people, we I think we all know a lot of bars where we've gone once and never gone back, right? Mm-hmm. Just to see what the hype is about when you yeah. first open and then, you know. So,
3: if you
1: like the vibe of the place the feel of the place right. you'll go back there right yeah. but, but I feel like it's rare right yeah, it's very we, rare. we all kind of have a few places that we maybe we like to go mm-hmm. but like I think if you can if you can get a crowd that's loyal to you and wants mm-hmm. to come back all the time like I, I think that was well, such an awesome win
0: especially yeah. this area is so like, saturated the, saturated with bars and restaurants we're Wooding Yamping Lu kind of little area is all F&B right now right and yes. it's like the trendy F&B so like for the people back in the states if you're in New York City you're down in like the village east village east village if you're in San Francisco this is definitely like the marina uh, or cow hollow area and I don't if know you're in
3: London this is like this is like Soho Hackney Dalston type area so it's, like, it's like it's like where it, where it happens yeah like, you know, how about if
0: yeah. you're in Hong Kong
2: in Hong Kong this would be Soho
0: Soho yeah and if you're in Rhode Island you'd be in Manhattan yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> if you're if you're if you're in Rhode island you're in
1: boston yeah, exactly. you're in manhattan right
2: yeah exactly yeah uh, for the ones that don't know the, the reason why the this whole closing started there was a really young teenager I think she was like 19 she came for holiday in shanghai and she had a case and she went out to a lot of bars and one night she bar hopped. she went to like 10 places and there was a lot of close contacts and that's why they decided to close all the entertainment places in the city all the gathering spots
1: yeah yeah
0: and so with there's a couple things to unpack with that as well for people that aren't in china the drinking age here is 18. so not 21 like the states or and it's not really an enforced 18. The other yeah, thing,
3: no,
2: IDs yeah, here. there's no ID. Yeah. Here. I've never seen an ID here. I don't even know how they look like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just look at them like you look older than us. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> the the other big thing is, uh, we have to scan in with QR codes everywhere, so we have a really good tracking system. So the government here, for better or worse, knows where the people are, and and a thing like an epidemic like this is actually very good for keeping track on. Oh, this person was in contact. They can say it's person to eight, eight places, We know, these eight places right away. It shows up as a data point.
1: So what does what your QR code show,
0: Logan? So green and 24. So I have to be as well, what a- What does that mean? So my QR code being green means I am- uh, Not dis- a close contact. Not close a close contact, contact disease free. Yeah. Uh, and then I have to get tested every 24 hours. Right. So in the city, you must be tested within 72 hours of anybody to go any restaurant or bar or you can't get in, or public service, like transport. Anything basically. If you don't have this code, you're not going in.
1: Right. Yeah. So so we're all getting tested. Yeah. Almost every day for a lot of us. Yeah. There okay. They're just little booths
2: around the city. They're free, and you can just stop by. You scan your QR, you get a test, and then the test is attached to your QR yeah. code. Yeah. Which is attached to your ID or passport.
3: Yeah. And these little, little these little booths, they're kind of they're, they're very portable. They're kind of very they're very temporary. Yeah. They're little uh, mobile. Yeah. They're, they're, they're mobile booths, and they're almost on every second street corner. I would say. Right. Like very very easy to get one. Well. Yeah. There's almost, because there's so many, there's almost never a line. Yeah. Um. doesn't make it any more or less convenient, but it's, it's still annoying, but it's uh, it's just part and parcel of the life here now.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah there's some 24 hours, too, by hospitals. And, yeah, you just, for FMB workers, we need to get 24 hours, or basically a test every day. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There are things like any...
0: And it's <laughs> a mouth <mild laughs> test, too. It's not like a nose test or anything downstairs. It's just a... Um, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's what Calvin kept taking his pants off for. He was getting very excited. Yeah,
1: yeah. He was,
0: he was let down a couple of times. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he sent, sent away. He was yeah. sent
0: away for. That's why he's not on the podcast. Actually, it's a like public indecency. Yeah. But
1: um, well, okay. So back to your bar and away from Calvin's beehole. Um, but so so these customers that you have, we want we want to kind of know like what are your customers. What kind of customers do you have compared to what you
0: expected? Yeah, yeah. who did you think was coming in versus who comes in? Yeah,
2: uh, I was expecting more. I was expecting a younger crowd because of the concept. Mm-hmm. I ended up with an older crowd, which mm-hmm. not a problem again. Yeah, only people that should have more financial means, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also expecting to be, I guess, more trendy, trendy kids. I guess trendy younger mm-hmm. people, and ended up being more like. Neighborhood, which is not a bad thing, because the concept is a neighborhood bar anyway. Yeah. So I'm getting a lot of the neighborhood, a lot of older. I'm getting a lot more foreigners than I probably anticipated, mm-hmm. but I'm not getting the the sports bars type of foreigners. I'm getting more of the foreigners that were looking for a neighborhood bar that wasn't yeah. a sports bar. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, they
3: want nice cocktails. They want you drinks. Yes. Company. They want. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, they wanted all that, but they don't necessarily want to be going to a sports bar every weekend. So mm-hmm. I get like. I guess it was a gap for those people, and I'm getting mm-hmm. a lot of those, but yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, like, I'm someone who, in my older age, uh, when it comes to a drink, I'm kind of a snob, but when it comes to the location, I'm not, right? So, like, I, I mean, well, I pretty much never want to go to a sports bar because it's like not my crowd. Oh, because well, you're a sports nut, that's food, why. Yeah, you know, I'm just too, I'm too hardcore for the sports bars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, and, and also I'm not really going to get a nice drink at most sports bars, right? Um. So I want to come someplace like this because, like, I can just chill with my friends. I can bring my dog. Best place. Best thing about your bar, maybe right? Dog friendly. Yes, dogs are friends. Um, But I want, I want a good drink, you know. So, like, I don't want to go to a, a full on dive. I want to go to an elevated dive. I guess you know. And so dive chic. Yes, dive chic. Exactly. (laughs) That's what time bills. Yes, I think this
3: this is 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 dive dive chic. Exactly. Yeah. The word
1: was given
2: by Time Out magazine. Yeah. Okay. Time Out calls it a dive chic. And I was like, oh, that's that great. great. It's that's perfect. a great word. Yeah. And I've been using it now. I'm like, yeah. I edited it. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Yeah.
1: Oh no, yeah, that's
0: great. Yeah, I mean, to me, it has a very neighborhood feel to it. But like, at the same time, like, we've aged out of certain trendy things. Yeah. Like, not that it's, like, like we're what? too old. Like, what do you think? There's a bar next to Tacalicious called Glory. And it's all really hipster Chinese kids with like face tattoos and like neon future. Like they look like they're in Blade Runner. Yeah.
3: They're like 25 years old. They're, right? yeah, they're, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They're like, they're not going to be DJs, but they still have face tattoos. Yeah. And like, it's a, it's a whole thing. But like, I'm like, I, 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 I go there after work. I'm like, I'm not cool enough to be here. Yeah. Like you're, they're light up umbrellas and they're cool vape pens yeah. and their you know, yeah. piercings. That's okay. That's true.
1: That's a good example.
0: Yeah. I mean, the same thing happened at Logan's Punch. Like I literally got too old for people being out till like 5 a.m.
1: For your own, yeah, yeah, but like, guys. For your own crowd. Yeah, I was like,
0: because it was like a younger Chinese hip crowd, and I was like, that I, I was like the old guy at the bar. I was like, I don't want to be the oldest person in the room.
2: We do get a decent amount of Chinese crowd, too, but they are not the young kids. Mm-hmm. They're like couples or like a lot of people come for dinner, a lot of like girls' nights who come like eat food and have a bottle of wine and like, mm-hmm. nice. yeah, we're getting a mature crowd, which is good. At the end of the day is good because then I don't have to be here until 5am on a Friday evening, yeah. right? But do you
3: think there's a difference between dive bar and dive chic? Do you think dive chic will attract like a more mature crowd than dive bar?
2: I was unsure when we started, but I think it's exactly what we were saying. The crowd is the people that when they were young, they enjoyed the chaos of a dive bar. Yeah. And they enjoyed that it's casual and yeah. like the artwork and the street arts and the, the music and all. This. So it has all those elements of a dive bar that we enjoy. But I think a lot of us are getting too old, including like the whole crowd is getting too old for sticky floors and fireball and shitty drinks. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I think this is yeah. like, a, this is more about the people that, I'm still a punk at heart, so I still want to go to a rock dive bar, but I'd like it to be clean. I want a nice
3: coffee. <laughs> I want a nice drink. I want drink. a
2: nice drink, I want it to be clean also. I'm going to have a hangover, so I kind of yeah. yeah. want it to yeah. be... <laughs> is it worth it? Well, yeah, I yeah. think
0: it's also about... delivery! Keep it all in there, this is a real bar.
3: I'm going to
0: use that as an excuse to get some more Jameson. <laughs> long, long guys. Day.
3: Hazard so
2: of the profession, you know? Fruit nah. delivery. We're keeping all this
0: in too, so we're not okay. cutting. And that's an ice machine going off the background. So I think one of the big differences between dive bar and dive bar chic is price points but a dive bar you your dive bar chic you could charge you know and it doesn't charge an exorbitant fee for anything right it's all fairly priced but a dive bar it's going to be a lot crummier. yeah and that, that that is a big part like this is chic this is yeah. really cool yeah. there's themed yeah. things yeah.
3: i mean your cocktails are very good quality but they start at like 68
2: right yeah 68, 68 to
0: 98 which is 100% fair yeah, yeah. yeah. and
3: 68 yeah. is like nine bucks right yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, 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 Yeah, so yeah, yeah. i
2: wanted to keep it like i don't want to be the cheapest guy on the street because again it, it caters a crowd but also the quality i didn't want to have to use low quality no-name russian vodka brand and some low level gin or something i wanted yeah, to still use a like, good quality yeah. product uh, so we have a really good like rail and all that but i still wanted to be a place that you can afford to have two or three drinks yeah. so yeah. yeah it's definitely like it's more expensive than a dive it's cheaper than a cocktail bar Right. It's kind of like the, the dive Yeah, dive, chic?
1: dive chic. Yeah. yeah. Look exactly. at that. timeout. That's why they get the big bucks. Yeah, <laughs> time out. Well, yeah. not quite the big bucks. I no, no I don't. know. <laughs> Shout um, out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, so talking about the drinks, uh, so what kind of things have you found are really like. What's, your, yeah, your what's your really, really popular
0: that you didn't expect to blow up?
1: I didn't expect people to
2: care so much about our rail, about the, the house um, spirits that we have. Like, okay. we literally have regulars that come because our house bourbon is Buffalo Trace. Okay. Apparently, we have one of the most affordable like Buffalo Trace in town. When they just like the fact that if they order any bourbon cocktail, it's gonna be Buffalo Trace. Okay. People really care that like, again, the whole quality of the rail. It's something that people talk about, and yeah. I thought would be a thing that bartenders would talk about or care, but actually, like the, the customers are like, oh man, it's so cool. Their house tequila is 100% agave. Their gin is Tanqueray. You know, they so there is a there's a more appreciation than I thought. And drinks wise, uh, I wanted to go kind of ner- not nerdy classics, but classics that a lot of the local bars ignore. If you go to local bars here, the classics would be a mojito. Yeah, it would be like I don't even know, like sweet sweeter drinks, like a Cosmo maybe. And I wanted to bring a New don't York you sour. Besmirch Cosmos <laughs> don't dare Don't besmirch
0: the Cosmo. No, no, I also
2: love a mojito. I'm just saying, like it's always the same classics so that go around. Be predictable. Yeah. Yeah. So I added like a really good dry martini, I added like a clover club, I added New York Sour for like the classics and people really embraced that. And I think like I have a Boulevardier on the menu, right? And I think a lot of people knew those drinks. They kind of forgot they existed because they don't have access to it. Yeah. Yeah. So I had people come by like, oh my God, you guys make a boulevardier, can I have one? And you're like, oh yeah. Most bars here don't have one on the menu, right? So, yeah, right. Yeah. so those things are accepted. The signatures also work better because again I have mad imposter syndrome. So I will work on a menu, and then I'll be like, they're all terrible, everyone hates it, nobody's gonna drink
1: them. <laughs> I can say, <laughs> her signatures are awesome, delicious, as yeah. always. And then yeah. the names are great. Yeah, like, right. I feel like the names adhere
3: to like, the rock and roll vibe of the bar. Right? 24 like, Karat is awesome as yeah,
0: a yeah, name. Yeah, 24, like, yeah one,
3: one called like, Welcome to the Jungle. Welcome to the Jungle, with Crimson uh, and Gin, Jungle yeah, Gin. And, but actually, one of my favorite ones on your menu is
1: the, is the, is the peanut butter and jelly one. Yeah, that's I, I love ordering that one peanut butter jelly time.
3: Yeah.
1: And that has also led to a little maybe industry nickname for your bar.
2: Logan <laughs> started a trend because our Chinese company name is P&B in Chinese.
0: Peanut butter.
2: And uh, so we abbreviated the letters P&B and Logan decided that that's peanut butter. <laughs> So Logan calls it peanut butter for so long that now people have start calling I it peanut just butter. Peanut. Yeah, we all yeah, call yeah. it peanut now. Yeah. It's okay, I accept it. Whatever you call as long as you're talking
1: about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're going there. Yeah, as
0: long as you're going there. Yeah.
1: I don't care. <laughs> but um I, I found like your signatures are very crushable and I, I when I go to a new bar, like I will usually not order the same drink twice, you know, uh, especially when I'm trying to you know, test out the menu, right? And First night I came here, I actually had two of the same drink. And then despite you came back at, and had the and same And then I came back and had the same one. What? I know! You know, despite I, I want to try the entire menu, but I loved this drink. It's called School's Out for Summer. Oh, um, I love that one. Yes, I, yeah. I loved it so much that I'm like, I, I, you know, this is against what I do, but I just want to have the same drink right
0: now. I get the same drink every time here. I'm I very know, predictive. <laughs> I am clockwork.
1: Logan drinks
0: vodka sodas. <laughs> okay. well, there's no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> all the staff can make it. be surprised. Some staff can't do it the right way.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Same <laughs> poor... Every, places, yeah. Yeah. Like, all the staff, they know what to do. It's very easy. They're not... You know, everybody get on with their day.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, I've had nights where I come here and I just drink gin and soda all night as yeah. well. But, you know, I do have my favorites from the menu and I will kill a, a bitch if you get rid of it. You know? No, I'm
2: keeping the the three best sales as I'm changing to the autumn and winter menu, menu this week. Yeah. This week, depending on how long I procrastinate finishing it. Sometime yeah. this week. <laughs> But, yeah, it's been so, a, the
3: free that you're so
2: we're keeping Welcome to the Jungle.
0: And describe it to you so people know. So
2: Welcome to the Jungle is Crimson Jungle Gin with pandan and curry leaf wine syrup, lime, and a little bit of salt.
0: Okay, nice. So
2: it's basically a twist on a daiquiri, a Southeast Asian kind of daiquiri. The school's out also staying because it's also best seller. So that's a white rum, uh, fresh strawberry syrup that we make with freeze-dried strawberries, lemon and coconut water with uh, a lemon meringue on top, so it tastes like buttery and like a like a strawberry wafer. Yeah. And we're keeping the peanut butter because now it's part yeah. of the name of the bar. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait, so you're getting rid of twenty four karat? Talk so about twenty four We've been arguing
2: well. about the twenty four carrots or the peanut butter because we're gonna have a, a pumpkin spice whiskey sour coming oh, out. Oh yeah. nice. Yeah. So we're okay. thinking if that works out, we might not have two whiskey sours on the menu so we yeah. might take to the peanut yeah, butter and keep the 24 carrots so okay. so it'll be one or the other the 24 carrots is a carrot jalapeno honey ginger margarita so
1: good it's really good with the cutest garnish in the world it's a little carrot yeah, yeah. a little carrot that she makes out of a rolled up strip of carrot so with, we'll with have to mix. get
0: some photos we can put it in the uh, on the yeah. on Spotify yeah. and everything I have
1: photos. Yeah, she took
0: a photo, photo. Shoot here so the other day. So we could actually do it for our Spotify and iTunes. It has a little picture, yeah. so we could put a picture up with our logo.
1: You all can see the carrot. It's my it's my biggest
2: achievement in life. Yeah. I, I peaked. You that's peaked. It. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I created a garden, and that's it. This is my.
1: Yeah, this um, is for the history, you know, for the history books. Yeah, <laughs> like this is cocktail it. history. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> garnish, the well, carrot garnish. <laughs> so, can you give us any other sneak peeks from your upcoming? Yeah, what, yeah, what do you have upcoming? I want to know about the names. Anna has like a, a notebook filled filled with clever cocktail names, and so she's always pulling these out of her back pocket, which I love. So, be very
2: disappointed because I haven't done the actual names <gasps> yet. i the drinks. I'm gonna have, of course, the the pumpkin Spice mm-hmm. uh, Latte Whiskey Sour. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be something like a basic bitch, but like. Yeah. So, I don't know, I haven't figured that out yet. Then we have a apple pie dark rum daiquiri. Mmm, mm, nice. yeah, delicious. Mao, Ma, one of our bartenders, just created a drink. Mm-hmm. Her first ever drink, because she's a baby oh, bartender. That's great, yeah. It's a white grape, oolong, elderflower, and... I want to say gin. Yes, gin.
1: Very fresh and lovely. Yeah. Very
2: nice. And we're going to do a lot of hot drinks. So, mm-hmm. hot butter rum. What? We make like a kilo hot toddy here, because I'm really picky about my hot toddies. <laughs> so we're going to have a ginger orange hot toddy. Very nice. Yeah, and uh, mold wine because it's Shanghai. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, everyone expects mold wine everywhere here in Shanghai. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it
0: works. I mean, the thing is when people want mold wine in the summer.
1: Yeah. That is... But when does that ever happen? A lot. Does it? Yeah, yeah. That's disgusting. Chinese that's customers, what that's what they, are they taste so. is sangria?
0: Well, that's what we do. Well, we have a customer that's a friend of all of ours that orders uh, virgin mold wines. Oh, and he gets nice. upset when people won't do it because we call her an idiot.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's... It's
0: grape juice with, with, with uh, spices. spices in it. It's
1: hot, spicy grape juice. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> and she doesn't understand we have to do a whole new kettle to do that. It's mm. a nightmare. Yeah, that's, but that's
1: the whole thing. Yeah um well okay so you know besides your new menu coming up like what other kind of stuff are you planning on for the next si- like what does the next six months look like
0: like what does new year's eve look like oh. here at, Postal, at peanut butter
1: i don't plan that far <laughs> ahead <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you, you had a block party here we recently, had a block right? party was really
2: awesome we're gonna do a block party for um thanksgiving mm-hmm. Ooh, like america nice. thanksgiving so we're gonna do it on a sunday also daytime also block party we're trying to do a chef potluck and then use the proceeds for charity, so we can like give back to the community, so on the food That's is nice, to being organized. Yeah. We also have this really cool new product lounge that we're planning with Helena, mm-hmm. here at the bar. Dates is to be confirmed because of all these Covid policies, but they're making a Chinese yeah. chili liqueur.
3: It's one of China's first uh, spicy liqueurs, so uh, all the chilies that we've used are from Guizhou. The weeks, it depends. Fantastic, on yeah.
0: All this
1: policy stuff. Yeah. So, what's it called? Nine Wild Tales. Nine Wild Tales, I yeah. like that.
2: Yeah, cool. there will be tattoos and yeah, chili balloons, balloons. Yeah. and Mark cool. Lloyd behind the bar. Yeah, nice. It's going to be a lot of fun. And basically, events we're going to do an electro rock night with Cointrone. Okay. And uh, we want to do a lot more parties. To be honest, the plan is to have at least two fun events a month. Okay. But because of all these policies, has it been? It has been hard because again, they, they'll close us out of nowhere and we don't really get anything back from the way we invested in the events. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the plan to have a lot of fun stuff, a lot of change of menus. We want to start brunch as soon as we can. Ooh. Yeah, this is a good spot for brunch. Drunken brunch, Yeah. drag queen brunches.
0: Nice. Get Coco Santé.
2: Yeah, I already, I, have, I already have all the drags in my, my phone. It just. We need to have a little bit more cash flow to be able to start the daytime stuff because yeah, we need more yeah. staff, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Cool. Sounds awesome. I know. Well, um, it's been so good to like hear about you, you know, finally opening this this bar after all this time. Like we're so psyched for you. We love the spot. Um, and I guess like one of the last things we kind of wanted to ask you is what kind of can you offer any advice to anyone thinking about opening a bar during what is still the pandemic in China? Or, you know, do you recommend it, right? Don't Everybody do it. Don't do day. it. Okay, no, it's good. You know, it's, people need
2: to know, right? No, I think the whole process is appreciating enough as it is. But then you add all this zero COVID policies on top. And it's just it's just a, an uphill battle where every time you have a little win, they go and take it away from you. So yeah. I still haven't received the salary. I still haven't, like, been able to do more than pay the bills. So every month we're leaving revenue paycheck to revenue paycheck, basically.
1: Right. And this is you being, like, what I, I would say is a successful bar, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: and we're and we are doing well, so I imagine the places there are not, right? We're still, like, yeah. packed on Fridays and Saturdays and all that, so it's just hard. I mean, I would totally recommend someone going down the path of opening a bar, but maybe...
0: You, you have to be the right kind of crazy.
2: Yes, and also just know that your plans are not gonna turn out how your plans <laughs> look like.
1: Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so like, what do you think? I mean, if if someone is crazy enough to go for it, like, what's, what can you tell them, you know, they really have to have in their back pocket?
2: I would just say just whatever you budget for normal times, I would put a 30% more on the financing. I would consider everything 30% more expensive. Like, ask for more than you need because it's... I I was conservative because I I did believe on on the business plan and now with this COVID stuff, I'm like... Uh, a calculator for some issues, We're not this many issues. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I was just going like, make sure you have enough funding and good funding and solid funding. Like don't go for the normal time funding. Go for COVID funding. Okay,
1: yeah, that's great advice.
0: Well, awesome. Thanks, Thank Anna. you so much, Anna. Uh, we're going to leave you to your shift right now. We'll cheers you on the way out.
1: Yeah, cheers. cheers to, uh, and congratulations. 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 Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Okay.
3: I know it's hard, but it'll be worth
2: it. In yep. And by the way, post no bills is on Woodin Road. Number 970. If anyone is listening to this in Shanghai, come by. Find them on Instagram. Find them on Instagram. Yeah, PMB.shanghai. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Cheers.